Without the work of this humble creature, the earthworm, agriculture as we know it would be difficult, if not wholly impossible. It may be doubted whether there are many other animals which have played such an important part in the history of the world as these lowly, organized creatures. From Charles Darwin. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanaja Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for February 28th to March 6th, 2020, the first quarter of the worm moon. Um, here are some uh, natural events. Of course, one of the delights of March is more light. According to the Old Farmer's Almanac, the length of day on March 1st will be 11 hours and 16 minutes. And on March 31st, it will be 12 hours and 43 minutes, adding almost an hour and a half to our day. Daylight saving time begins March 8th at 2 a.m. early this year. Not only that, but the sun is climbing higher in the sky every day, so those radiant sunbeams carry more warmth, bringing the gospel of spring to the waiting plant and animal kingdoms and stirring our light-starved souls with new dreams and visions of seasons to come. What will we plant in the garden this year? When will we go to camp? Will we swim at the lake? When will we get out on the water? Will it be the summer of our dreams? They say that if March comes in like a lion, it will go out like a lamb, and sometimes it does. But sometimes it comes in like a lion and goes out like a lion, and sometimes it comes in like a lamb and goes out like a lamb. This tells us less about the weather than it does about our human need to put things in some sort of order. We like order and predictability in an unpredictable world. So, March returns again, and our hearts are glad. Here's a field and forest report. Well, this being the worm moon, your commentator has been pondering the hard life of an earthworm in Maine in March. We know that there are many species of earthworm here in Maine. We know that they can improve the poorest soils by aerating, adding available organic matter to them. We know that they live mostly in the dark, but that wondrously they mate in the light. Some species of earthworm overwinter deep in the dark depths of the ground. Do they sense a stirring above them now as the frost breaks up and the rains soak in? Do they feel the soil around them warming ever so slightly? Do they know that the light is returning? This they will not tell. And here's a rank opinion on a very different matter, really. Having watched numerous debates among presidential hopefuls and rallies by the current president, or at least short snippets of them, it seems to your commentator that we determine the next president of the United States largely by how fast they can talk and how good they look in business attire. 
Instead of fatuous debates and flashy town hall forums to determine who's the best candidate, we might better present aspiring leaders with ordeals to be performed like the mythic heroes and presidents of the past. And here are some humble suggestions. To understand working people, let all the candidates earn their bread for several years strictly by manual labor, as Abraham Lincoln did. To understand farmers, let them study farming and develop new methods, as Thomas Jefferson did. To learn international affairs, let them negotiate peace with formidable foes of different languages and religions, as George Washington did. To understand the poor and marginalized, let them help the downtrodden and disenfranchised, as Jimmy Carter did. To learn endurance, let them undertake long, rigorous, wilderness journeys, as Teddy Roosevelt did. To, to relate to the military, let them fight in wars as grunts, then lead armies as generals, until they come to the inevitable conclusion that war is hell, as Grant and Eisenhower did. And to win our hearts, let them sing soulfully to us, as Obama did. Then, let them present themselves to the American people as presidential hopefuls for our thoughtful consideration. And finally, a couple of seed pots to carry around with you. The first from... Ronald Reagan, 1911 to 2004. It has been said that politics is the second oldest profession. I've learned that it bears a striking resemblance to the first. And to the Greek philosopher Aristotle, 384 to 322 B.C., worms are the intestines of the earth. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>